0: This is the Trout Bitten Podcast. Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten? Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten? Yeah. Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten. It's about trout. Wild trout. This is Trout Bitten. This is the Trout Bitten Podcast, and thanks for tuning in. My name is Dominic Swentoski. I'm the owner of Troutbitten and the author of Troutbitten.com. So tonight I have a favorite story for you. This episode is a brief pause in season seven of the podcast to share something that I published to Troutbitten in the early years. So in a moment, I'll read a story I wrote called This is the End. It's an account of a fishing experience that has stuck with me for a long time because it's a memory. It's a vivid account of a heartbreaking loss. And in the last few days, this one keeps coming back to me. I'll tell you why. I think a good life is full of big emotions. And I'm thankful for the victories as well as the losses. Because if we care about something enough that it impacts us deeply, that's a good life. That's living. So in the last two weeks, I watched my son's little league baseball team fight through the playoffs and win the league championship. Now, winning it all is rare. I mean, only one team finishes the season with a win, right? And that emotion, that feeling of victory, satisfaction, relief, and amazement is unbelievable. It's something none of us had ever felt. Because I've been coaching Little League for nine years now, and we've never won it all. Our team, the Knights, hadn't won a league title in 23 years. So the rarity and the difficulty of achievement made it special. But the friendships and camaraderie, the love for each other and for the game itself created the emotion. The years of hard work, of practice and improvement lent the intensity to the situation. And after starting the season one and five this year, the Knights refocused. They turned it around and won eight of the last 10 games to secure the second seed for the playoffs. And the championship round was from a storybook. In a best of three series, It was a win, a loss, and then finally a win in what every 12-year-old kid on the field knew would be their last game. It was also my last game to coach the Knights. And that summary, that finality, was instantly nostalgic. Regardless of the outcome, we all knew there would be tears. So each of the first two games was decided in the final inning. and the last game, the finale was no different. With multiple lead changes through the game, the Knights found the guts to stage a two-out rally, overcome a two-run deficit, and get their own two-run lead that they scraped and clawed to hang on to in the bottom of the sixth. That last inning. That last out. I've never seen such emotion on a young boy's face. I've never felt it so deeply in my own heart. This was the end. And through the sheer will of a team together, the Knights made it happen. They won. And yet, I would still be thankful for the experience if we'd lost. The day before, after losing the second game of the series in another close contest, and after being just a couple outs from winning it all, I spoke with a friend about the emotions. That feeling of impending loss. The fear of seeing it fall apart. The sorrow. It all hits hard. But no matter from what side the emotions come, Whether in victory or defeat, I'm thankful for these big feelings. I appreciate the moments and experiences that give us a chance to care so deeply about something. It's the passion for things in life that keeps us alive. Not just living through the days, but caring, loving, winning and losing. I'm grateful for all of it. So this week, on a baseball field, the end of something big finished in victory. But I keep coming back to this fishing story. Because it's a moment we've all experienced on the water. The loss of what could be the fish of a lifetime. It leaves you shaken to your core. I published this story to Troutbitten on July 15, 2015. And it's titled, This is the End. The fisher awoke before dawn. He put his boots on. He chose the rod from a gallery of graphite and cork and he walked into the forest. Down a narrow hall canopied by hemlock boughs and sycamores, he moved through thick, hazy darkness, miles toward the island, with no sound but the crunch, crunch, and rustle. Footfalls on sandy dirt, on roots and rotting leaves, past the log, past the riffles, past red halos around orange spots as big as nickels, randomly speckled and enhanced by the minor refraction of cool water sliding and dripping across the broad sides of wild magnificence, the size of which, as rare as any, To be called legendary. Blue was the first color to appear. Then greens showed themselves and the trees came into focus as the early sun lent the sky its own red and orange from below the horizon. This was the end. The end of elaborate plans, of feathers and furs piled inches deep in the recesses of an ancient wooden desk. The end of minutes and hours. Of weeks and years pondering blue meandering lines bordered by mint green contours indicating the depth of divide between mountaintops. The end of wonder concerning the gradient and ferocity of charging water that passes through a bouldered valley. The end of fishermen's stories. He slid into the tailout just beyond the bottom tip of the island. Quickly up to his waist, the fisherman skillfully braced against the current of murky water more than twice the common flow for a midsummer morning. And then he cast. His lines sliced through thin air and thicker water. Loops and arcs were followed by a heavyweight creation so carefully crafted that the pulsing plumes and flowing feathers, moving in natural harmony with the water's currents, could create life itself. And how could it not be alive? This fly of so many particular hours spent refining, dreaming, and modifying that it carried a piece of its creator's soul. These moments of inspiration, imagination, belief, and then conclusion. The decisive and confident hope that this one will swim with perfect, enticing realism, and just maybe come to life. With the hope of a fisherman, he teased the living fly near the bottom, then pulled it parallel with the fallen and submerged tree. Surely, this was the preeminent home of the watery beast in the stories that had brought him here. On his third cast, the fly swung and fluttered at the end of the drift and gracefully glided to the surface, as if exhausted from its trip downstream, spent prey struggling to maintain equilibrium. And then came the freight train. It hit hard, a confident, decisive, straight line hungry charge forward and upward, deftly capturing all the life, moments, and hopes conceived in a fly then horseshoe curving back toward the unseen depths of its address. The fisherman saw the ambushing train charge and capture its prey. With faithful restraint, he paused, waiting to feel the line tighten. There is so much life in a half a second. As the spotted brown engine rounded the horseshoe, the fisherman set the hook. Sharply crafted metal found its hold in a bony jaw. The rod flexed, it throbbed and bent against the power and surge of the freight train. And then, the line broke. Silence filled the valley when echoes of his exasperation finished the chorus. The fisherman's hands were wet and shaking as he doubled over. He surrendered to the surface fog and knelt from the heavy punch to his gut. Time passed. Then finally, the fisherman stood and moved on. So that's it. That's a Trout Pitten story called This is the End. Thanks for listening everyone. I'll be back with the Trout Pitten crew next week and we'll continue with Season 7, Episode 9 of the Trout Pitten Podcast. Until then, remember, the Trout Pitten Project is a free resource for all anglers. The Trout Pitten website hosts over 1,000 articles with endless stories, commentaries, tactics, tips, and more. Find what you like through the top menu and through the search page. Navigate by way of the categories and tags too. Be sure to find the Trout Bitten YouTube channel, currently featuring the Trout Bitten Tips series in collaboration with Wilds Media. These are short, useful, and unique tips for your fly fishing life. Thank you for listening to the Trout Bitten Podcast. Please give the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment, because that really helps. Until next time, friends, fish hard. Enjoy the day and find your life on the water.